Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm so excited that you are here and really excited and have prepared a lot to share today's episode with you. We are talking about what it means to create with God and we're getting deep into this idea of spiritual creation. I actually recorded this podcast already and when I finished, I was like, no, that isn't exactly what needs to be said in that podcast episode. And so I'm coming back and re-recording because I feel like the things that I have to share with you are so important and have been so really life-changing for me. It's changed the way that I think about what I can do in my life and what's available to me and what is possible for me as a person. And I want to capture the essence of that, of what spiritual creation can really mean for you. And so here I am recording this podcast again a second time. Before we dive into today's show, let's do the review of the week. This is by M. Johns who says, as a mom of four kids, I am super excited to start listening to this podcast. I have listened to other podcasts that Chanel has done, and she has always been very interesting and educational. I can't wait to learn and find ways to make my life more simple. So thank you so much for that review. I appreciate it. I appreciate you for listening. Thank you for being here. If you haven't yet, please leave a rating and review. That helps me to get the podcast out so people can listen. And anytime that you like an episode, feel Feel free to share it with your friends and let them know. So let's dive into today's content about spiritual creation. Now, when we think of creation, we think of the creator. God is the creator of the universe. He created everything that we see, including ourselves, right? Including all the people. He is our creator. So it becomes very personal to know that he created us and Everything that we'll ever interact with, every person and everything, that he was the creator of those things. So knowing that we are made from God, that he is our creator, and that we are his children, we then have that natural, inherent ability in us to be creators and to want to create. And so... I'm going to read a quote. This is from Dieter F. Uchtdorf, who says, The desire to create is one of the deepest yearnings of the human soul. No matter our talents, education, backgrounds, or abilities, we each have an inherent wish to create something that did not exist before. Everyone can create. You don't need money, position, or influence in order to create something of substance or beauty. Creation brings deep satisfaction and fulfillment. The desire to create is a deep human need. I love that. And I think that that is because of who we are. We're children of God. He created 
He is the creator. And so we then are creators. We are wanting to learn to be like him and to create like he does. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. How does he create? And how can we follow that pattern? So first, what is the definition of create? To create means to bring something to into existence. So where there wasn't something, now there's something. That's the most basic definition of creation, to bring something there that wasn't there before. So today we're going to talk specifically about spiritual creation. Now, I think a lot of times when we think about creation, at least for me, I think about physical, tangible. You know, we often say a person is creative if they are artistic because they'll go to a blank canvas where there's nothing and you'll see at the end, when they're done, you'll see this picture, this work of art on a canvas, on a piece of paper that your three-year-old drew with crayons, right? Or a sculpture of something that wasn't there before and now it is and physically you can see it. Spiritual creation is the process, the thing that happens before that physical creation. And in Moses chapter 3, verses 4 and 5, it says, And now behold, I say unto you that these are the generations of the heaven and the earth when they were created in the day that I, the Lord God, made the heaven and the earth and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew. For I, the Lord God, created all things of which I have spoken spiritually before they were naturally upon the face of the earth. So do you hear what he's saying here? I created it before you could ever see it. Before you ever saw that, it was created. Spiritual creation is more than we might give it credit for. It was created spiritually. So go back to that definition. To create is to bring something into existence. That means spiritual creation is bringing something into existence in the spiritual world. It exists there. Just like on a physical level, a painting didn't exist and now it exists. Spiritually, that thing wasn't there. And then in this case, the Lord created it. Okay, keep that in mind as we go on. So I'm going to share with you three steps that go into spiritual creation. And this is a pattern we see over and over that we see God use and that we can use in our own lives and for our own spiritual creation. So first of all, creation starts with thoughts. When we create, we need to start with the way that we're thinking about something. So I want you to think for a moment about your thoughts. I heard a really interesting story. Leslie Householder was talking. This is the first time she ever met Bob Proctor. You might not know who those people are. That's fine. Not important to the story. She met him and he analyzed her very quickly and he said, okay, I think you're a real creative type. And she said, no, I'm not. I'm very analytical. I am thinking all the time. And he said, no, you're not thinking all the time. You're worrying all the time, but you're not thinking. And she didn't know if she should be offended by that. Like he just told me I'm not thinking all the time. And she pondered on that for a long time. And she realized eventually that he was right. 
thinking, what he defines as thinking, what thinking actually is, is creating a new thought. What she was doing is stewing and thinking the same thoughts over and over and over. Do you ever find yourself doing that? That might be something that's common to a lot of us, that we think those same thoughts over and over and we think we're thinking. But actual true thought is creating. It's creating a new thought, something different that wasn't there before, something that we weren't thinking and chewing on day after day after day. I can really relate to that experience uh, that Leslie shared because... I remember when my kids were little, this would have been probably when we just had our two oldest and we bought a house that was pretty, it was a stretch for us to get this house. My husband was working in his first real job out of college and we bought this nice house and at the top of the market, but that's a story for another day. Anyways, I would go on walks and I would push the kids in the stroller and I would think, we need more money. Oh, we need more money. Okay, We've got to get more money. And I would try to be creative in my thoughts, thinking like, what can I do? What can I do to get more money? And just go, but but there was no real creative thought happening there. I was just thinking those same thoughts over and over, day after day, and it became a pattern of worry and stress as I thought about money over a long period of time. And it really was something that kind of weighed on me. Now, I was trying, I wanted to think a new and creative thought, but the truth is those thoughts that I was thinking were not creating anything new. I was staying stuck in that same thought pattern. When we're talking about creation and spiritual creation, we're talking about creating a new thought that wasn't there before. Our creation starts with a new thought, something that didn't exist before, a new idea, a new possibility, a new way of doing things. Once we have that first idea, that is the first step in spiritual creation. What if I did something new? What if I tried this? What if? That's your first step. Number two is then to come up with a plan. We see this a lot. What you, a plan is, you know, a recipe or an architect making a drawing of the building that they're going to build before they build it. First, someone comes up with this thought or idea. I want this building. And then the architect comes up with a plan, something that you can look at on paper, an idea, a plan of how this thought is going to come to pass. I'm thinking of an example when we had a pool built in the house that we live in now and it started off with us saying, you know, we would like to put a pool. That was the new thought. We'd like to have a pool in our backyard. And then we got to that next step of planning. What do we want that pool to look like? You know, where do we want it in the backyard? What shape do we want it to be? And making a plan this doesn't now the example that i used with like an architect it doesn't have to be physical this could still be happening all in your mind this plan of okay we want the pool to be on this side we want it to have we want to make sure we have a hot tub we want a grotto where the kids can jump off of making coming up with these ideas and these plans is the next step but I think for me, for a long time, I thought that was it for spiritual creation. You come up with an idea, and then you come up with a plan to execute it, and then you just go and do. You jump right into the physical creation. But I think I was missing this 
third, and I want to say, at least for me, the most crucial part. And I think maybe it was the most crucial part because it was the part I was missing. I didn't even know that it was missing in part of spiritual creation. And that is the way you feel about what's going to come to pass. It includes faith. Spiritual creation includes faith. And not just any faith, but faith so vivid that this thing that you're creating becomes so real to you that you can already see it in your mind. You know it's happening. You know it's done. This thing is happening. When you have that level of faith that this is happening, then when things come to kind of throw it off course, that make it seem like, oh, is it going to happen? You don't doubt, you don't question, you don't fear because you know it's happening. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. So I gave the example of the pool. Another example that comes up is example of baking a cake. So you decide one day, you think, huh, wouldn't it be nice if I had a cake? Or maybe it's someone's birthday and you think, I should bake a cake for their birthday. And there's no cake in your house yet. There's no cake even in your mind until you have this idea. You created this idea. Step one, you have a thought, an idea, something new that you can create. And in your mind, you think, oh, okay, step one of spiritual creation, I'm going to bake a cake. Step two is you make a plan. You plan to get a recipe, find a recipe in your cookbook. You plan by getting out all the ingredients. You plan out in your mind even before. And I, I keep saying, you know, you get out the stuff. That's part of it, but that's more physical creation. In your mind, this, these are the things that are happening while you're sitting down. <laughs> before you even get up to get your cook, cookbook, you think, okay, I'll look up a recipe in that cookbook. Do we have butter? Do we have flour? Do we have eggs? You're making that plan in your mind. And then step three, you believe that you're going to be able to make a cake. You believe that you know how to do it. Or maybe you have a cake mix. You believe that the people who put together that cake mix know what's going to happen. And you trust that when you do this, you follow through on the idea you had, you follow through on your plan, that it will all come together. And if someone came and said, you know, I don't think you can make a cake. I don't think you'd be able to do that. You're able to push that off because you know, you know you can make a cake. Maybe you've done it before. Maybe you just believe that you can. But that third step is crucial. Now in baking a cake, yes, that all happens because this is a principle and it ha it's a pattern. It happens over and over. But we don't really need to focus so much on that third part, on that belief, because it happens fast, right? From thought to execution happens so quickly that there isn't much room for doubt that the cake will turn out. But these same principles also apply when we have big goals or we want to change something in our personality or in our lives, something big. And that's when this third piece of faith, trust, belief becomes so crucial. I want to read a quote. This is from David O. McKay. He said, Sculptors of life are we with our uncarved souls before us. Every one of us is carving a soul. I thought that was such a beautiful quote. And I want you to think, what are you creating with your day, with your time, with your life, with your future? What are you creating? 
thinking about it as a creation, that your life is a creation is so powerful because it puts you in the driver's seat. Life isn't just happening to you. You are creating your life and creating your life starts with spiritual creation, coming up with this idea of what you want for your life. One of the things that I work with clients on is getting a a life vision. What is your vision for your life? You want it to be very clear. Have a clear picture of what you want to do and who you want to be. And from there, you make a plan. You make goals. Okay, well, if I want to be this, what do I need to do to make that happen? And then you see it as done. You picture it vividly. You imagine yourself in that place. You imagine what it will be like to have this goal, to have this life that you've envisioned. You really let yourself feel it. And then you trust that it is coming for you. When you have that level of trust and that level of faith, it allows you to overcome obstacles. Because guess what? If you're doing something big with your life, if you're changing some aspect of your personality that's been ingrained for a long time, change is hard. We know that. And you're going to come up against doubt. You're going to come up against fear. You're going to come up against obstacles. That's why that third piece of believing that it's happening becomes so crucial. That's what allows you to get over any of those obstacles that might be in your way because you know you already have this picture of what this new idea is and it's so ingrained and you know it so strongly that those obstacles don't matter. This also can happen, this this three-step process of think, plan, and believe can happen on a micro scale every day. So I want you to think about this as you're creating your day. When you wake up in the morning, think, what do I want for this day? Or maybe you plan it out the night before. Okay, this is what I want to happen tomorrow. This is my intention for tomorrow. This is how I want it to look. Now, you're not going to plan out and think about every last aspect of your day, right? You don't know what you'll be doing every single minute of the 24 hours of your day, but you have an intention for what you'd like it to look like. From there, you make a plan or a goal. And the way that I like to do this is to come up with my big three. What are the three things that I need to do in my day to make progress towards this bigger intention that I have? And finally, you believe that that is going to happen. And then you bring this same concept out to your life, to your big goals, to the things that you want. All of these things need spiritual creation. And the more that we trust and the more that we believe and the more that we can envision that those things are happening for us, the more that we'll start to have the life that we want to have. Spiritual creation is a process of having a new thought, believing that something else is possible, and then just making a plan and moving forward. That pattern is very powerful and can serve you in so many ways. I'd love to hear from you what stood out. What can you do with this pattern? What does it mean to you? Let me know. Reach out. I'm available on Instagram at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. And while you're there, you can pop over to my profile and get my morning routine checklist. This is a great way to get your morning started right. I've put together just a simple 
checklist that will help you do what we've talked about today to create the kind of day that you want to have. So I hope today's podcast has been helpful. Thank you again for being here and we'll see you next week on Mom's Life Made Simple. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the mom's method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit chanelnielsencoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.